1: Before tonight's curtain rises, here are Fibber and Molly saying...
2: McGee, I just saw Dr. Gamble coming home. Yeah? Yeah. He sure looks tired. Well,
3: what he needs is a long rest and a change of scenery. That's the <laughs> advice he's always given me. It cost me five bucks besides.
2: <laughs> well, I'm afraid there's no rest in the cards for Dr. Gamble this year, dearie. Too many people around here really need him.
3: Well, I sure hope those people recognized the need for prudential sickness and accident protection before they needed Doc Gamble. A Prudential insurance company plan like that can sure take a lot of the worry out of any sickness. That's right. It can provide you with a regular monthly income if you can't work at your job. Yes, and pay you for as long as 10 years in case of sickness, and possibly for the rest of your life in case of injury.
2: And the Prudential's income protection plan covers you 24 hours a day for every type of sickness and for injuries received on the job or not.
3: And with the hospital and surgical expense policy in your sickness and accident plan, The Prudential could pay a big part of those swapping bills.
2: Friends, you really ought to ask your Prudential agent to tell you about these wonderful plans tomorrow. It's the kind of day-to-day living protection every family needs.
1: All dressed up in his best summer suit and striding down 14th Street like a man with a purpose is Mr. McGee himself. He's just been joined
3: by his friend Wally Wimple, who says...
0: My goodness, you certainly look sharp, Mr. McGee. Oh, you look positively natty.
3: Well, thanks, Wimp. I guess I do look kind of natty at that. want to make a good impression, you know. Impression? Yep. You know Henry Lester, the grand exalted ruler of the Elks? Well, Henry phoned me this morning about a job. He did? Just the kind of job I've dreamed about all my life. The hours are short, pay is long, and boy, what wonderful work.
0: Wonderful? What work? Eating. I beg you... That's all.
3: Merely eating. Going to be a test pilot down at the Fifth Avenue Fine Foods Company.
0: The big canned goods people? A a test pilot? You?
3: Well, more of a taste pilot, I guess. Test all the products to make sure they're up to snuff. Try anything new the kitchens have dreamed up. Forty bucks a day.
0: Oh, my. It makes me drool just to think of it. The forty dollars, I mean. But why, out of all the Elks, did Henry Lester pick you?
3: Why? Why? My educated palate, naturally. Don't forget, I'm chairman of the lunch counter subcommittee of the Elks House Committee. Anytime they're not sure whether something's spoiled or not, they, they give it to me to taste.
0: Well, I certainly wish you good luck with your new profession, Mr. McGee. And if eating is a profession, you're an old professional, all right.
3: <laughs> well, I haven't quite got the job yet, of course, but as soon as I get there and tell them my qualifications. Whoop, whoop, hold it, Wim, hold it. Signal's red. Get run over. Better stay back on the curb. Here. Look
0: out, Mister McGee! <laughs>
3: hey, hey! What the? My suit! <sighs> Splash
0: muddy water all over my! Hey, come back here! You dirty splashing runner! Oh, he's gone, Mister McGee. Oh, are you a mess?
3: Look at that! That dirty sabotager! Muddy water all over my nice, clean, pressed suit. I'd like to get my hands on that guy.
0: I saw the name on the truck, all right. It said, the Careful Cleaners.
3: Careful Cleaners,
0: my mud-puddled pants. That
3: rabbit, that rabbit rotten luck. I can't apply for a job with these muddy pants on.
0: Well, you certainly can't apply with them off.
3: Come on, I'll have to get them cleaned. Ought to be a pressing shop in this block. Around the corner, somewhere along here, I seem to recall...
0: Yes, there is a cleaning shop. Right up there and... uh Uh-oh, look at the name.
3: Careful Cleaners and Dyers. Aha! And there's the truck parked in front.
0: Now, Mr. McGee, take it easy. Don't do anything rash, please.
3: Me? I'm cool as a cucumber, wimp. You see any nice long two-by-fours lying around anywhere? Or maybe a small length of pipe? Or... No, I guess not. Well, I'll just beat him to a pulp with his own coat hangers. That's what I'll just beat him to a pulp with.
0: Oh, dear. I'd better run along, then. Good luck with your new job, if you make it.
3: I'll make it, all right. That careful cleaner's guy will clean these pants or by George. I'll hit him so hard over... Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Well, I'll give it to you short and snappy, bud. You see these muddy pants? You see the exact same kind of mud on the back wheel of your truck outside there? Well, you splashed me coming around the corner back there and by, George, Oh, oh no, not... no,
4: no, no, not me, mister. The boss, he had the truck. Must have been him done it.
3: Oh. Hey, boss,
4: look what you done to the man's pants. Hmm, must have gone out the back way.
3: Dirty coward. Probably heard me coming. Well?
4: Oh, you bring him in any time. I'll be glad to clean them for you. Just ask for Ned.
3: Look, Bud, Ned, or whatever your name is, this is an emergency. I'm on my way to see about a swell job. Taste tester over at Fifth Avenue Foods. I got to look natty. And I did before your boss ruined my pants. Taste tester? At Fifth Avenue Foods? Yeah. What the heck kind of
4: experience does a job like that take?
3: Takes an educated palate, like I got. A love of good eating. And uh, what about my pants? Oh, uh,
4: take them off, sir, and empty out the pockets. Now, here. Step behind the curtain... I'll run them through the dry, clean machine, and they'll be as good as new in a jiffy. You sure? Okay.
3: I still got around 10, 15 minutes to get there. Is that enough? Positively. Got the pockets empty? Uh, let me see. Yeah, here they are. All uh, right, thanks.
4: There, I'm, uh, I'm putting it through the works. Just give it five minutes. That uh, sure sounds like a great job you're going after. Yeah, it pays
3: 40 bucks a day. Just two days a week. 40 bucks a day just to eat? Oh, ain't that something? Yeah, it's called the Quality Control Committee. Keeps up the standards for the firm. Uh, Go on, I'm listening. Also tries out all new products and makes the recommends. Best part is, Fifth Avenue firm puts up the best canned goods. Guess you got a customer. Hey, Ned, front. Customer. Where the heck could he... Ned. Hey, Ned. Hmm. No customer. No net. And no pants. Hey, what's coming off around here? Hey, Ned.
1: Back to wistful Vista in a minute. Once every 53 minutes, a baby is born with cerebral palsy. These children face a daily struggle to walk or to speak. Only with the greatest courage and persistence can they go to school or be trained for a job. In addition to their own courage, they need the support of their fellow citizens. Support that will make possible the expert care and treatment they so desperately need. You can give them that support through your contribution to United Cerebral Palsy. And at the same time, you'll be aiding research aimed at finding ways of preventing C.P. Through United Cerebral Palsy, medical specialists, speech therapists, teachers, nurses, and psychologists have all joined to help CP victims walk, talk, and play. This program must have your help if it is to be continued. Send what you can and as much as you can to your local Cerebral Palsy affiliate in care of your local postmaster. Just address, Cerebral Palsy in care of your local postmaster. Do it now.
3: Yeah, Molly, I'm stranded here at the cleaners all alone, and without my pants.
2: Oh, you poor dear. What are you wearing?
3: I got the curtains to the dressing room draped around my waist while I lean out to talk on the phone.
2: And where are your trousers?
3: They're whirring around in the dead ratted, dry-cleaning machine, and I'm afraid to touch anything. I pressed one button on the thing a while ago, and a kind of a porthole opened and almost sucked my necktie in.
2: Oh, dear. The man just went away, did he?
3: Half an hour ago. I ought to, by right, sue that knucklehead. That's what I ought to do—sue him for desertion.
2: Look, McGee, do you want me to come down there and bring you another pair of trousers, or what should I do?
3: Oh, I don't know. I'm afraid by the time you get here, that job already'll be took at the foods company because I was—oh, customer, I gotta hide. Goodbye.
5: Hey, Ned. Anybody here, Ned? Ah, uh,
3: Who's taking care of the store? Oh, oh. Hi, mister. What are you doing in there? I'm being dry clean. My pants, I mean. And let me give you a tip, mister. Don't let them get your pants off you. This joint is one of those... What? Co- hey, where's Ned? I don't know where Ned is. Stupid jerk put my pants in that machine and then put me in this booth and then went somewhere. South America, I'm beginning to think. Well, he had no business doing that, leaving the place unguarded. I'll say. Let me see.
5: Money looks okay. Hey.
3: You oughtn't to do that. Oh, why not? It's my money. This is my place. What? Oh, so you're the guy that got me into this mess in the first place. Well, where's the coat hanger? I'll beat your ears hey, off Hey, Mr. By... No, no,
5: don't come out here in the store without your pants.
3: What's the matter with you? I'll tell you what's the matter with me. You wheeled your dad red truck around the corner down there half an hour ago and splashed mud all over my fresh, clean pants.
5: What? Now, what's this about my truck? I don't drive the truck. Ned drives it. Hey, where is the truck?
3: Ned drives it? It was out in front when I came in. He said you splashed me.
5: Oh, you can't believe that, no good. Uh, the truck's not out there now. Where'd he splash you? Right where 14th Street all the way up both pants legs crosses Oak. Oh, i tell him and i tell him, but I've told him for the last time. Leaving the cash register unguarded and the customer's clothes. Yeah, all... and what about my pants? Well, what about them? They're in that machine there. Oh, that's the wrong machine. That's for Felt hats? Felt hats. Well, shut it off. No, Stop leave it. it, run, leave it. run. won't hurt. Your pants will come out with a fine nap. Oh. i got to go find that stupid Ned and find out what the heck he's up to and all. Hey, hey
3: wait. Uh, wh- what about me?
5: Don't go away. I'll be right back.
3: Don't go away, he says. How can I go away without my... Dad rat, the dad rat, stupid, disgusting. I got a notion to wreck this joint. I wasn't scared of the machinery. I would, too. i better phone the Fifth Avenue Food Company and tell them I'll be detained. And tell them not to hire anybody till I get there. Who's that? Sound like somebody came in the back way. Oh, it's you. Well, it's about time you came back, wise guy.
4: Oh, hi. You still here? I thought the boss Yeah, would... I'm
3: still here. And if you'll just hand me my pants out of that dad machine so I can put them on and then step out in the alley, I'll beat some sense into that thick skull of yours. Oh, now, let's not be bitter, mister. You've got a crust leaving me here, pantsless. And another thing. Your boss told me the truth. You're the one that splashed that mud on me, not him. And another thing. He's so mad at you, he's going to fire you the minute he gets back here. And another thing. Fire (laughs)
4: me? He can't fire me. I just quit. Quit? Sure. I just got me a new job. Swell new job. Oh, yeah? Yep. Meet the new member of the Quality Control Committee of Fifth Avenue Foods Company. From now on, I'm a taste pilot. What? Why, you? (laughs) Thank you and goodbye. Why? Come back here, you rat. You dirty devil crush!
3: Oh, this is
4: ridiculous.
1: Fibber and Molly will be right back. To some, it might be adventure. But to the men who live it day in and day out, it's just another job. That's the way Detective Sergeant Joe Friday looks at it each week on NBC as he brings you another case file on Dragnet. Starring Jack Webb as Joe Friday, Dragnet is a taut, tense story of your police force in action. These are the men who wait and wait for a small break in the routine that will enable them to close in on the criminals. The payoff? Your city and your family are kept safe. Hear another exciting Dragnet adventure on NBC Tuesday evenings. And for more fine listening on NBC, there's Lux Radio Theater. Each week, a well-known Hollywood star appears in an hour-long adaptation of a memorable motion picture. Both the star and the story combine to bring you more enjoyable listening. And Tuesday evening is People our Funny Night with Art Linkletter on NBC. From beginning to end, here's a riotous program you're sure to like. More reasons why NBC leads the rest with the best in radio entertainment.
3: The guy walked off down the street just as brassy as you please, and I couldn't run after him on account of no pants on.
2: Well, dearie, everything always turns out for the best anyhow. One of your biggest pleasures in life is eating. Oh, sure. That's why I wanted the job. Yeah, but if you spent all day eating at the food company and getting paid for it, you wouldn't be hungry for dinner when you got home, and pretty soon you'd start finding fault with my cooking, and the next thing you know, I'd have to pay you to get you to eat, and you know how long I'd stand for that. Yeah. Hey, I'm hungry. (laughs) Dinner's ready.
3: Swell. Good night.
2: Good night, all.
1: River, McGee, and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as Mr. Wimple. The cleaner was played by Jack Moyles and the boss by Barney Phillips. This is John Wall saying good night. Laugh with Rock Morton P. Gildersleeve, the great Gildersleeve, that is, tonight on the NBC Radio Network.